Today's episode of Sports Headlines is presented by Podgo. What's Podgo? Well, Warner, Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. So you're telling me that if I include an ad from Podgo, they're going to tell me up front how much I'll make? Of course. If you apply today, actually, to become a member, you'll be immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Really? So it'll be specified for my show and my type of podcast? Yeah. So all you have to do is go to podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot co, C-O. And when you apply, make sure you add our podcast, Sports Headlines, and the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. All right. I'll do that as soon as I can. Yep, again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Let's get back to today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Sports Headline Show. I am Warner coming back with you. Um, We did not stream, or I did not stream, Yesterday, but I'm bringing you my NFC Championship game preview. It is tomorrow, uh, Sunday, January 24th. Um, but I'm coming to you live right now, uh, January 23rd at just about 1.45 p.m. And I'm just going to discuss uh, my predictions for the um, for the championship game, the NFC Championship game, and what team I think is going to win, what to expect from the teams, what uh, – each team's offense and defense is going to need to do. And then I'll tell you my picks on uh, the winner, the spread, and the over-under. So, um, firstly, what I'm going to say is um, it's going to be a great game. Um, I don't expect anything like week week six. Uh, yeah, week six. Um, I think whoever gets the ball first is going to go down, and I think they're going to get a field goal. Green Bay gets the ball, I think they're going to end with a field goal. I think if Tampa Bay gets the ball, I think they're going to end with a field goal. Let's say that first. Um, Secondly, what I would say is for Green Bay's defense, what they need to do is they need to find a way to cover Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans, but mostly Gronk. I think he's going to play play a pivotal role in this game, I think Alexander is going to be able to do a good job on Godwin. That's who I think he's going to um, go up against. I believe he did that in week six. Um, I think Kevin King's going to be able to do an all right job on Mike Evans. King's that bigger corner. I think he's 6'3". Um, now, he's skinnier. Mike Evans is obviously dominant. He's a dominant uh, physical receiver. But I think King's going to be able to do all right on him. Uh, you have Alexander on Godwin, which is going to be an absolute – people were talking about Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey. We'll talk about this Chris Godwin and Jair Alexander matchup because that's going to be a really, really good matchup um, to watch if you if you enjoy that type of thing. The Green Bay's defense is going to have to get pressure through. I think Kenny Clark is um, is is a big big factor for that. I think if Kenny Clark can get pressure up the middle consistently, Tom Brady's in for a long day. As long as Green Bay's defense can cover Gronk, Antonio Brown's going to miss the game. As long as they can cover Gronk and get pressure on Brady up the middle, especially, then I, I think they have a very, very good shot at leaving the Buccaneers at the 24 point mark or under. Um, now, 
for Tampa Bay's defense, what they've got to do is they have to, first of all, Jamel Dean has to be able to stick with Devontae Adams during and after the release. Here's why. He's a big physical corner, long guy. He's tall. He's got long arms. If he can jam him at the line or stay with him, then he can cover him all right. But he lacks necessarily the, the recovery speed um, after he gets beat so that if Devontae Adams beats him off the ball, it's going to be a long night for Dean. Um, but if he can keep Devontae somewhat contained at the line of scrimmage, which is really hard to do because he does that probably the best in his game and also the best in the NFL is his release at the line. So if, if Dean can somewhat contain that, um, then, then they're going to have a much, much better chance. If they can get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, especially from the edge guys, um, Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaquille Barry, if those guys can be getting consistent pressure, Aaron Rodgers, I think, was only touched like four times, like actually touched by a Rams defender during a play. So if the Bucs can get pressure, can somewhat contain or jam Devontae Adams at the line of scrimmage and force guys like Mark Valdez, Scantling, Alan Lazard to beat them in the passing game along with containing the run and Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Jamal Williams, then they have a very, very good shot to win. Now, both these offenses right now, Green Bay, I think, has the better offense. Right now, though, in terms of just talent on paper, they're very, very, very similar. I think you got to give the edge to the Bucs uh, on paper because they're that dominant receiver duo. But Robert Tanyan has been able to produce in this system. I'm not saying he's as good as Gronk, but his production has been honestly better than Gronk's. Devontae Adams is better than Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, who you think, whoever you think is the number one receiver there. I think it's Chris Godwin personally. Um, but whatever one you want to say is the number two guy is, is leaps above either Alan Lazard or um, MVS. But the running game, you have to give the nod to the Packers in terms of the three-headed beast they have there with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and um, A.J. Dillon. That's what I was getting. Um, the the power speed combination of of, jo- of Jones and and Dylan, and then the all around just sturdiness of Jamal Williams. He has that burst, but he also has the power. Um, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this game and see if the Bucks can contain the run game, and and Dean does an okay job against Devontae Adams. And, and be, be by no means am I saying it's just going to be Dean and Adams all day. They're going to be double covering Adams most of the day. They're going to have a safety over top most of the day or a linebacker drop right underneath to take away a slant or a dick, right? But it's going to be a one-on-one matchup, especially at the line of scrimmage because you're not going to go up and put a corner and a safety next to him and say, all right, bet, because it just it throws off the whole defense. You're missing a guy in a run fit. You're missing a guy um, for other pass, for other pass responsibilities. It's It's – you may think it's a good idea. It's it's not that great of an idea unless it's an obvious, you know, passing situation. You're in the dime package and, and you want to put a slot corner and an outside corner on him and just take him out of the play. Um, but this is this is going to be a big uh, a big game. And and firstly, I want to I want to go I want to address the rumor that or not really the rumor, but the uh, idea that somehow if the Packers lose this game then Aaron Rodgers is gone in Green Bay or, or his legacy will never be the same if he loses to Brady here. And 
pardon me, and um and and doesn't win a Super Bowl this year. He still has at least two more seasons in his prime, barring a significant injury. Knock wood. Um, but it would wins and Super Bowls are team accomplishments. The greatest team of all time was that Patriots dynasty from like what oh when did Brady take over? Oh five, oh six, I think when Brady took over till Brady left. That's the greatest team ever. The Tom Brady, Bill Belichick duo, greatest team ever. The greatest quarterback of all time has got to be Aaron Rodgers because he does everything in his game better than everybody else. Pocket presence, better than everybody else. Accuracy, on talent, put, put those you know in the same category. You may be able to nitpick some stats, but overall, overarchingly, Aaron Rodgers makes every throw on the field and he makes it all with ease. And you say, well, yeah, so did Peyton Manning, so did Dan Marino. Drew Brees completed like 74% of his passes one year. I'm talking about pure accuracy, pure arm talent. Get, please get your information from film. Aaron Rodgers is far and away better than anybody else except for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the, the Packers, let's, let's switch to the offensive side of the ball now. Um, the Packers offense is going to have to be able to protect Aaron Rodgers, which is going to not be as easy because Bakhtiari is not in the game with the ACL. Um, but I will say that if they can run the ball and Devontae Adams can, which I, I think he will be able to, can get that release and get that separation from Dean off the line, it's going to be a, a good day in Packer land. Um, as for the Bucks. If the Bucks can have, have Mike Evans and Rod Gronkowski make big plays in in the passing game, and then also be able to run the ball well, um, it's it's gonna be a long day for the Packers defense. Um, I, I think I think this this game could go either way. I think it's a really good swing um, right now uh, with with the um, with my picks. What I what I um, submitted. Let me. Get them real quick. Here we go. Um, so obviously, uh, go watch Thursday's episodes on YouTube um, to see my picks for Kansas City. But for Tampa Green Bay, I have Green Bay winning the game. I have Green Bay minus three, so I think they're going to win by at least a field goal. And um, I have over 51 total points in this game. So I think it's going to be probably a 31 to, to 27 game or a 31-28 game. Uh, where, where Green Bay gets four touchdowns and a field goal or some combination of that to get into the low 30s. And Tampa Bay gets um, probably three touchdowns and a, and a few field goals or four touchdowns um, in this game to to keep it close. But I think it's ultimately going to come down to um, uh, a drive for the Packers not to win the game, but to put it away, to drain out the rest of the clock, not let Tom Brady get another shot because we all know that when it comes down to two minutes, these two quarterbacks that are playing in this game are probably the best ever in that situation. Thank you all for watching this episode of Sports Headlines. Um, it was a real short one here, just previewing the NFC Championship game. Um, come back on Monday, and we'll have another episode for you. But peace out, everybody.